I'm Andy. I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. And this is the Rhythm and Beans Podcast. what's going on um yeah so this is the rhythm and beans podcast uh this is our first episode uh this is andy and i've got nathan and evan here with me uh two close friends of mine and um yeah so this is this is kind of fun i haven't ever had the chance to do a podcast uh, with uh two of my friends like this i do a different podcast on which i won't talk about right now but um anyhow so what this is uh, it's called the Rhythm and Beans Podcast. Uh, this is actually based off of a fun idea uh, that came about from a fun night of, of brewing a ton of coffee uh, with Nathan. Like Na- right. Nathan, if you want to tell us a little bit about how we came up with that and uh, what where, what our Instagram is all about. Yeah, definitely. So every time Andy and I hang out, we always come up with these crazy ideas. We're always talking. He gets me all amped and we're like, we got to do something. So <laughs> one night we ended up deciding let's get together i'm going to bring everything that i have coffee wise you bring what you've got i'm going to bring beans everything all these different brew methods and we're just going to go nuts and so we had this night of coffee tasting basically and so i show up at his house with all these different you know contraptions all kinds of things <laughs> we threw it out <laughs> on the table and and then we decide oh man we better go get some good water because that's important <laughs> that's right. so so we end up going to the store and on the way we're just laughing about all these ideas we've never done and uh you know we just we're like hey we got to do this thing and we're throwing out names what if we we started an instagram about coffee yeah but at the same time we're all really into music and so so I was like, what if we do Rhythm and Beans? <laughs> can, can we talk about what the first name was before we Yeah, yeah, totally. So the first name was Softcore Coffee, Coffee Show. <laughs> 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 and so we're like, I don't know. That's kind of funny, but I don't know if that's going to work. And so, so I'm always, I play guitar and I grew up listening to R&B, hip hop. I just, I love, I've always been just in the midst of music in general, but just have always sung soulful music and love that. And so, so Andy and I are always talking about that. So we're like, let's do rhythm and beans. And so literally that night we go back, we start getting everything set up. We're trying all these coffees. We're trying not to get like Too <laughs> super, wired. Hyped, yeah. it's super wired. It's late at night and we're just sipping on coffees and like, okay, what do you like about this one? You know? And so, so we were just trying all kinds of different things and, Literally that night we threw up Rhythm and Beans, Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> you know, all yeah. these different things. And, and it just kind of went from there in one night. Right. So, right. yeah. So, um, yeah, so you can find us on Instagram. It's, uh, it's Rhythm and Beans. So that's Rhythm and then the letter N and Beans, like R-N-B, but Rhythm in Beans, Instagram, Twitter. And, and it's kind of, um, you know, what we love about it is that, uh, you know, you'll read some of the jokes. It kind of all stems from this playfulness out of the R&B 90s kind of music scene. Uh, like my first concert was actually Boys to Men uh, yeah. with Brandy and Babyface at the Arrowhead Pond. Like, <laughs> 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 all right. And then I saw Boys to Men later, like a year later at Irvine Meadows, too. So I was like all in like 90s kid, like into R&B and like so MC good. Hammer tape, I think was like I was so pumped on the my my tape of MC Hammer, um, which at that time could definitely be considered R&B. Right. Like that wasn't rap. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I remember going to an Usher show. <laughs> oh, sick. <laughs> just 
just uh, definitely enjoying that for sure. So yeah, um, you know, so really the the whole idea behind um, you know why we wanted to do a podcast as an extension because I mean I love photography, I love coffee. Um, I love music. Evan's a huge fan of music. Um, we'll, we'll give him a chance to kind of share a little more here in a second. But uh, what we really loved was the kind of uh, conversations and fun that comes from an out of coffee culture and community in it of itself. It's interesting, like that whole the whole coffee scene is seen to have changed very drastically over the past like five years or so. The whole third wave specialty coffee movement is like a whole other beast. And to be frank, like I even initially, I was pretty intimidated by it, mainly because I think there is this interesting, very kind of premium culture and craft approach to it where I actually was really intimidated by it. I was like, oh, I don't even going into coffee shops and seeing all the science, like even conversations around the first Portola around here was like, oh, it's so weird going in there because you feel like you're stupid talking to these guys about coffee, <laughs> you know? And so it's like, you're almost afraid to like, I don't even know what to order. Like I, it's, it's so you're coming from the Starbucks culture to then all of a sudden this other culture of coffee. And it seems like a night and day experience, but what we found was we we really loved what the coffee was like it tastes incredible when you do it well and so we're excited to kind of we're really normal dudes for the most part like yeah. Evan and I are not baristas we just love coffee we love specialty coffee we love music and we just want to find a fun and playful way of talking about it um, and, and giving you guys a chance to kind of listen in on conversation but furthermore uh, we're excited to actually talk to you guys about life. You know, like if we're, we're trying to say that these are soulful conversations around coffee and what that means is a way uh, for us to discuss uh, coffee, humor, music, um, art, um, health, um, and then even the whole community around it. And, and even in, on top of that, like we actually all love beer as well. And I think that the beer and coffee community are actually extremely similar in their function and in their in their design and so we're, we're pretty excited to kind of talk about all of those things um as some young dudes but um you know so so let me do this i want, I want to give evan a chance to kind of introduce himself and um evan uh you know uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey into coffee and uh kind of where you came from in that uh yeah i mean um it wasn't i mean as exciting or anything as i mean I feel like I, I should have done a lot more in coffee, <laughs> but I started, um, I started working at Starbucks when I was like in high school. And, uh, that was kind of like my intro to coffee, the coffee world and coffee life and stuff like that. And, um, kind of became my life. I worked there for like six years. Um, ended up going from there to Pete's coffee. Um, never really got into the, like I never worked at a third wave, uh, third wave coffee shop or anything like that. Um, kind of same thing you're saying like it was kind of intimidating like i just felt like uh not i don't think i'm gonna be good enough like whatever you know um uh at starbucks though like i like for being starbucks when i was there we actually had like we had like things like coffee master and things like that and i always like took tons of interest in that and you know learning how to pair certain coffees with certain things and and uh that was always kind of like my interest in coffee you know rather than just like slinging frappuccinos all day (laughs) um and then at, at Pete's even more so because Pete's was a little bit more, um, I guess, uh, crafty, I guess uh, you could call it with coffee making and stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, and like we use like actual like espresso machines versus like automatic espresso machines and things like that. So it was a kind of a step up and I kind of felt like more proud that I was actually making coffee there. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I mean, ever since then, like I've always, I've been, you know, I, I drink, I used to drink like freaking five cups of coffee a day and like just be all about coffee. And, um, I, I don't know. It's, it's gotten to the point where like, I, I love third wave, co- third wave coffee, but, um, like you're saying, like it just tastes way better. And like, you can, you can drink a black cup of coffee and it's amazing. You know, you don't have to put any cream and sugar in it and it tastes awesome. And, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I just, the, the fact that like places and, and companies are doing that more now, um, is just, it's awesome. And so it's just gotten my love of coffee to, to grow and things like that. So, and it's gotten me more into like with you guys, like, like brewing methods and things like that and, and trying different things and, um, just kind of being creative. Uh, I, a couple of years ago, I actually even was toying with the idea. I was like, man, it'd be rad to like start a roaster, a, a coffee roaster, you know, and like, and, and make our own or something like that, you know, and like, or open up our own coffee shop that just like, it's just a small time and we just roast our own beans and kind of hang out. <laughs> but so that's my, that's my coffee journey. Um, it's, it's not that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's fine. Um, what are you drinking right now? Kind of what? Anything cool this week you you drank or? Um, I I posted like was it Memorial Day weekend? Um, that Modern Times <clears throat> Black House coffee. Um, I I threw that into a filtron and made some cold brew, and uh, it's awesome. It's so good. I was kind of skeptical because usually I when I do cold brews I do like like stuff from you know guatemala things that are a little bit more citrusy and bright and stuff you know and this one was it's a lot darker it's uh it's more of like a sumatra meets like like i don't know i guess sumatra meets a guatemalan type coffee where it's kind of got berries and citrusy notes but it's also got dark chocolate and like like earthy kind of kind of flavors so it turned out way better than i thought thought it was going to be and it's it's so good. I'm I'm still drinking. I'm drinking the last cup of it right now, and it's it's buttery and sensual. <laughs> yeah, I like the sound of that. Yeah, buttery and sensual sounds like every <laughs> '90s R&B song that I know about. <laughs> um. So yeah. So yeah, Nathan. Nathan, what about you? How did how did you turn the corner into specialty coffee and all that? Yeah. So I remember being a kid and just buying my dad coffee for Christmas and literally it'd be packaged super tight. It was already ground and it was advertised as, you know, all the different flavors or colors or whatever it was, you know, like French vanilla and cinnamon, (laughs) you know, whatever it was, (laughs) this one's going to taste like this. And, and I just love the smell of it, but I knew nothing about it. Like back then there were so many uh, I guess you could say misnomers <laughs> of just, Oh, coffee's going to stunt your growth and you know, you shouldn't drink it as a kid. So I never oh, okay. really, I remember just hearing all that and was like, Oh, I guess I shouldn't drink it. And so I just love the smell of it. And, and then as time went by, you know, I started getting into it a little bit, but it was more of a casual, just, Hey, you want to hang out and get coffee type of a thing. But I didn't really know too much about it i'd end up putting a ton of cream in my coffee i've tried so many different things you know trying heavy cream and you know loving that and i've we can get more into it later but bulletproof coffee you know and trying all these different types of ways of drinking coffee and enjoying it but i've loved the community around it and what's funny is before i really got into coffee i really got into tea 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, that's, I remember that. Yeah. So people know me as like the tea guy and just, my old roommates would make fun of me like, what's up, dude? You got your beaker? <laughs> you know, and I would sit there and just, I would learn all about tea. And I'm like, oh yeah, it all comes from the Camellia sinensis plant. And it's, you have this white tea and you have the, you know, and just nerd out on tea. And they would never drink it. They're like, whatever, dude. <laughs> and then, you know, one of my roommates was like, you got to, you know, try this espresso. And so he would make me espresso and we'd start you know, getting into that. And then just really the, the idea of really enjoying what I'm drinking and then learning about it when I get into things and we'll hear some, some other stories of mine of other things I've gotten into, but when I really get into something, I get into it. So, so I start learning about it and loving it. And so, uh, from there, I just, I, you know, just trying other coffees that were from the grocery store or, or you okay. know, you go in a cafe and Hey, would you like coffee? And like, sure. Why not? But it's like, man, this does not taste that good, <laughs> you know? So uh, I remember I went to New Zealand a couple years ago, and I think from then on, I really just shifted my whole outlook on coffee. And just, I'm like, wow, coffee tastes way better over here. What's going on, you know? And just the culture of coffee over there. And so I remember coming back and I'm like, do you guys know what a flat white is? <laughs> you know, and <laughs> well, nobody yeah, knew what it was. Yeah, because we worked, we worked at Apple at that time, and there is that... Um, that chocolate shop across from the store. Yeah, Toy Shirt. Yeah, Toy Shirt. And I remember you going in. What was his name? Uh, Marcus. Marcus, yeah. And yeah. you asked him, like, hey, do you know how to make a flat wine? I think, didn't you teach him how to make it? Yeah, or? so I had to explain what it was. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get behind the bars. I've actually never been a barista, but I really get into things. So I'm like, this is what's in it. This is what it is. And then he started having people come to his store from Qantas when they would come to Australia and New Zealand. Just, you know, this drink is it's basically just like a smaller version of a latte you know yeah. but uh, it, I just remember he was like what is this and so he was so excited about learning about it so I you know kind of brought it to him he ended up putting it on his menu people started ordering it and I remember Starbucks at the time I had no clue what's a flat white I have no idea you know and just I just really got into that and so from there yeah. it just kind of got in me this excitement to learn more about coffee and right. then and then from there it kind of stemmed into to other single origin coffees and just really enjoying right. I remember when Portola first opened up I was like whoa <laughs> what yeah. is this place yeah <laughs> <You know? laughs> well what is this mad we're, scientist we're lab in Costa Mesa exactly <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, that's rad. So, um, yeah, what what have uh, what, what have you been drinking lately? What's what's been stand out for you um, this past couple of weeks? Or, well, yeah, I mean, this past couple, I've been going through a lot of different coffees. I was I had some some Kenyan coffee. I love East African coffees, and Ethiopians are great. Uh, but I had some from from Hidden House actually that I was enjoying, and I ran out of that, and so. Yeah. I kind of was, I've been exploring with some different ones, but, uh, recently I went to the grocery store just to see if I could <laughs> find something that was, you know, up to par and it just backfired. <laughs> I ended up walking in and be like, Oh yeah, I'm going to try this. You know? So I bought a coffee and I ended up literally returning it. I've never done that before, but I felt like a total douche, but I was like, you know what? <laughs> this is not I'm what surprised. it says it is. I'm surprised they even let you return it. I didn't think that they would let you if it was open. Yeah, it was funny. I just went in and I'm like, hey, this is not what it says it is. <laughs> you know, this tastes You're completely them, different. Here's what it says on the label, but clearly <laughs> this must be wrong. I'm like, it's either packaged wrong or something, but this isn't right. This so. does not 
fit my flavor profile, bro. Exactly. So, <laughs> so I ended up returning it, and what I got was still bad. So, oh, it's so yeah. funny. So I've been experimenting with just ordering online and trying other okay. ones that are sent in from other places, other states. I've been enjoying. So yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. That's great. Um, gosh, it's so funny. Like I, I think of my first uh, coffee experience was up at like a church camp, and I remember this random kid. I, I there's no reasoning it was kind of just like oh he got coffee okay i'm gonna get coffee and i think it's like you know crazy crack percolator coffee like in this lodge and then i kid you not maybe like six sugar packets like i dumped in creamer into this thing Did you have the sugar cubes like the little no <laughs> it was it was totally just the packets right. but like i felt like i was on crack for like i mean well i've never done crack so i can't actually say that legitimately but i it was for being i, I was 12 or 11 like when i did this so um that was my first coffee experience i've never had more energy in my life um doing that which was fantastic um but yeah like i um you know my as far as my coffee journey goes in that way maybe i think i've only okay so when i stop and think about it i got a french press for my wedding and for my cousin and that was kind of like my first introduction into coffee and like it as like, oh, different than just getting whatever at Starbucks. You know, I didn't even I don't think I even really cared up until then. Like, I don't think I drank a lot of coffee. It just didn't matter. And then, um, yeah, so I started just doing a bunch of French press stuff over the past few years. And, and you know, kind of all I, I never understood methodology to it or any science. It was just like, oh, grind the beans kind of like this, pour hot water in, wait this amount of time, push the thing down and boom, I've got coffee. Oh, and I guess this is better than normal, quote unquote, you know, automatic drip coffee. So that was about the most I really understood. Um and then over the past few years, then I actually started to look online and kind of read about French press or like different ways to do it and some funky different things you could try and temp- like water temperatures at least. So I was kind of experimenting there. And then, um, gosh, I mean, I don't I, I can't even put my finger on when I turn the corner more recently to kind of venture into, wow, like what is oh, there's this whole other world of specialty coffee out there. And um, I mean, I only bought my Chemex probably like. Uh, it's probably only been like four months or so since I've had a Chemex. And even then, within the four months, I've probably only been really thinking like, you know, ratios and really pressing into the science yeah. in the past couple of years. But I mean, man, like I, I have this lovely obsession with food, I, uh, like beer, music. And it's funny. I've had these conversations in other places. Like I approach um, I approach music, beer and coffee all with the same creative mindset. Like it's all like this orchestration of how everything kind of comes together with the right things that ultimately ends up with the right and end result, not right, but just a certain result. So you, when you tweak one of, you know, X amount of elements that it takes to create it, you end up with a different kind of thing. So I, I've always really loved the orchestration and creativity and science behind all of those things. And, um, yeah. And so now I'm, I'm like totally sold on it. Like I, yeah. I just, I love it. Like I love, it's funny now. Like I, I, I mean, I, I, a, I do not carry the elitist mindset whatsoever about it, but it's so funny. Like I, I feel like I wouldn't dare put cream and sugar into my coffee now, but I, I don't condemn those who do at all. Yeah. It's just like, I drink it and I'm like, if I did, I'm like, man, I wouldn't taste all these floral notes or I wouldn't be, I would lose all of this. I mean, coffee has always been like a dessert drink, but now it's like, oh no, now it actually, I can appreciate it on a whole other 
kind of level. So uh, that's been a lot of fun for me. Um, but yeah, lately I had a fun, I had a very similar kind of drinking experience this past week. Like I, um, I typically make uh, my wife Mercedes her stuff on the French press. She loves dark, round, rich kind of tasting coffee. She puts in cream. She puts in sugar. It tastes like a lovely dessert in the morning for her. And she loves sweet, so it's perfect. But um, I bought this can of it was actually an accident but i bought this guatemalan trader joe's extra bold uh you know coffee for her extra (laughs) and on the on the french press like it was strong like it was pretty i mean it was extra bold to say the least and so it it tasted fine with some milk and sugar in it it's like oh this is a lot going on in this coffee it's kind of nice well i was like oh man i should try this out on the chemex and just see how it turns out dude it was terrible it was just (laughs) oh it was it was the worst (laughs) No, because it was a la- It was like the last fifty grams of of the coffee in there that I could oh, use. But man. no, it tasted. What did I? I texted you guys. I said this tastes like. Gross. It actually tastes like whiskey and burnt brown sugar at the same time. It was just what I mean. And I love whiskey, but it wasn't like good. It was just like the only flavor profile I can pull out of this is alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. Well, so Andy, real quick to 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 hit on your point about you know, coffee and beer and music and all that kind of stuff kind of surrounding or like revolving around each other. I've always had kind of like a, a dream to open. I think it'd be rad to open like a, uh, like a, I guess a bar, but just like somewhere open or that serves beer and has a coffee bar and is like a, like a record shop or something or like, um, a venue would be cool, but I think that's been done. But I think like, you know, just something that's centered around music, but then also you can buy a drink and, and or have a coffee or something like that. Like all three in one would have been would be rad. That would be rad. I'm all about that. And maybe inside that shop we have a awesome nineties R and B cover band. There you go. Headed up by Nathan. <laughs> so we're we're not gonna get to this today, but you guys need to understand and know how friggin' smooth this white boy is over here with his with his soul jams i mean i can't even we we gave you like a snippet of a preview on the instagram but it's gonna we're gonna get to a place where your mind's gonna be blown so which which kind of takes us into our next thing um but yeah like let's um i want you guys to get to know us just a little bit um we're yeah so um evan um, give us just a quick uh snapshot of uh, just, you know, where, where you live, you got some family, you know, uh, give us a little bit of kind of your makeup. Um, yeah, born and raised Orange County. Uh, just, you know, I live, it's pretty much it. I have a wife. She's awesome. Brand, brand, brandish new, I guess. Brand newish little baby, seven months. Um, so that's pretty much my life now, uh, is my family, which is cool. I like it. I'm not complaining, but a uh, lot less time to do stuff that I used to do. But yeah, other than that, just super into music. Um, you know, I'm really into craft beer and coffee, obviously. Um, hanging out with friends, building communities, you know, and things like that. Just kind of like live life as much as I can before it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Live life up uh, turned up to 11. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, Nathan, what about you? Yeah, so I was born and raised in Orange County as well, so Mission Viejo, and I am back in Mission Viejo right now, so (laughs) so living there. 
which isn't too bad. It's a cool place. <laughs> but uh, so I've been there. Have a uh, one brother, two sisters, so a million nieces and nephews. So <laughs> always excitement going on. Yeah, a bunch of them just graduated high school. So so I'm definitely starting to feel older. But yeah, so I'm a a single guy right now in the group. So. So that's fun. Not I'm the long. guy you love to hate as far <laughs> yeah, as... Yeah, not for long. I just hit these guys up. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to Yosemite this weekend. <laughs> so they're like, cool. We got responsibilities. So... <laughs> that's fun. I have fun with that. Cool. <laughs> but... Uh, Meanwhile, it's taken us, what, two months to put together a two-day trip? All <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, last minute. All right. Cool. I'm in. Yeah. Let's go. Seriously. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I grew up... Um, Definitely. I mean, I could tell a longer story at another time, but but grew up uh, just listening to music, loving music. I remember listening to White Snake and Poison, <laughs> and uh, my brother's a drummer, so yes. I remember listening to Rush and uh, just watching Neil Peart videos all day long, and just like, ah, oh, dude, this is amazing. And uh, and then all of a sudden, I remember watching Sister Act. <laughs> 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 and Lauren Hill gets on there and just starts oh, singing God. and I'm like I've never heard music sound so good in my life. <laughs> so so from there I just I was like man everything else sounds out of tune. <laughs> you know so I started singing I remember in junior high I I was given the opportunity to sing a solo the joyful joyful solo from that movie and uh from there it was just game over. <laughs> I was like I didn't even know I could sing. And uh, my sister's a singer as well. So she okay. was like, you got to sing at a talent show with me. And we sang Aladdin. But of course, I didn't sing the version from the movie. I sang the Peebo Bryson version, <laughs> which was <laughs> Regina Bell and Peebo Bryson at the end. So so I have a, a thing for credits. The ending credits. <laughs> which version. probably brought me into typeface and art and all that. But <laughs> I love watching credits. People leave and I'm like, oh, this is amazing. But uh, <laughs> so I really got into to just soulful music in general and uh you know all my friends weren't into it but i was like i just love the way it sounds and so growing up i i started listening to hip-hop a ton listened to all kinds of r&b which so i'd always joke i lived with andy for a while before he got married and i remember at the time when his fiance would come in mercedes i'm like yeah let's listen to some 90s booty jams you know and we start <laughs> i had like all the music we put on we just laugh <laughs> just crack up he's like you guys are so weird <laughs> that's all i would want to listen to but yeah so i just grew up just singing soulful music in general and and uh just loving it and then obviously from there i just you know just went into to different avenues i sang in church for a really long time so mm -hmm. i remember singing in choirs and my choir teacher at the time in junior high was the one that got me that solo joyful joyful and so so from there i ended up taking voice lessons and so i remember going in high school and singing you know i was like the white kid that was singing all kinds of things alvin slaughter uh bb winans <laughs> you know just these big black singers that looked nothing like me but i was like yeah that's what i want to sing you know so it was hilarious but uh but yeah so just kind of even from high school in junior high even just people are like yeah you you're gonna be singing soul music and so now i actually sing at a church and yeah. uh but i just i just have that that uh in my roots of just just loving soulful music yeah. i love all kinds of music but right. i think what i love about that is it's music that when i listen to it i actually respond and i actually 
have this it's it's not just something that i put on and i'm listening to i actually have to move to it and you know I, yeah. it's like you know that soul because well, you you dance too yeah yeah so so that's a story in itself but right. <laughs> but yeah <laughs> so i grew up dancing as well but uh yeah it, it kind of just all tied together and and i was like okay i love this yeah you know so so that's that's where the whole soulful Nathan came from right. Uh, a lot of different. I remember uh, my brother-in-law also just getting me into Earth, Wind, and Fire, and you know you got to check this out. You got to check this out, and I was just you know just like coffee. I just start researching things, you know, and I'm like, oh, I just want to know everything I can know about soul music. You know, I remember in yeah. high school I would refuse to listen to any bands that were, you know, like white singers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was yeah. like, dude, I just want to listen to anything that's soulful. And, you know, I, I just I kind of fell in love with that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey Nathan, didn't uh, didn't at one point in time you have a mighty, a mighty head of hair at one point? Yes. Yeah. So so what's funny is, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of plays into that a little. Yeah. A little. So in high school, I mean, this is even to this day, I'll, I'll, I'll DJ a little bit. But I remember in high school, just. It was like I'd be singing, performing, dancing, but then it was like on the side, I would literally have CDs like I collected. I remember even taking girls on dates to Warehouse and Tower Records, you know, <laughs> wait, total wait. jerk. Where? The Warehouse. That's right, which I put them out of business. <laughs> I would buy all their stuff and then return yeah, it and get money. <laughs> but, but I literally had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of CDs, and so I, I remember just bringing... A, a whole stack of CDs and, and playing music at these parties in high school. And from that, it just kind of turned into DJing and, and enjoying mixing music. And so I met this guy, Anthony, and uh, we started playing music together. We started, you know, he taught me how to actually use turntables. And I was like, okay, this is legit. The guy had dreads and I was like, oh man, <laughs> you know, I want dreads. So I remember going to Altadena one day and I'm like, I really want my hair to grow out long, and and uh, I had this this uh, sense in my head that I'm gonna look cool like the day I do it. But it was funny. I, I remember coming home and I had to sing that night, and it was <laughs> it was a wreck because my hair's not naturally <laughs> super tight and curly. So so they had to give me a perm before they did it. But yeah, so oh. I had I had a <laughs> hair down to about halfway down my back. I had dreadlocks for a yeah. long time. It was about four years. So good. So, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're we're going to need to definitely post that photo up on, up on the Instagram. <laughs> See if I can find it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, if not, I think I might've saved it. Somewhere. If, you, if you see Nathan now, you would not picture that guy with dreads at all. But I also didn't know Nathan back then. So I can't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, we I, yeah we got you and I have a thing for long hair. I'm going back for it. Yeah, because yeah, I've had some long. Hair yeah, as well. I've had some long hair as well too. I'm actually I'm I'm going back to it. So I got you know year and a half from now it's gonna nice. be it's gonna be flowing. <laughs> I cut it all off when I had my daughter. Um, so yeah, yeah. I guess to talk a little bit about me, how narcissistic. No one really gives a rip, but um, yeah. So yeah, also. Orange County, born and raised, never left for crying out loud. Um, yep. So, uh, yep, brother, sister, I am married. I've got two wonderful children that um, 
know how to keep me up at all night. So I've, I've learned this incredible endurance and stamina of, of living off of little sleep. So that's, that's fun. Um, yep. And yeah, so I actually have, um, a pretty core music background. I started playing music when I was in sixth grade, um, and which was clarinet. Oh, I'm sorry, fifth grade. Yep. Started playing clarinet in fifth grade. And uh, picked up saxophone in seventh grade, started into jazz bands into junior high, continued to play uh, clarinet through junior high, and then picked up saxophone uh, into high school and was on all the jazz bands. I still want to hear you play. (laughs) Andy, the sexy sax man. You know, (laughs) this is obviously moving, uh, jumping way far forward because I'm I'm a guitar player now. But when I think of notes in my head to play something, I think in sax notes, I don't think in guitar. And I actually have been playing guitar longer now. So it was just ingrained that deeply into my soul, mainly because I had this like militant high school band director that was just a clown i don't even want to get into that but um but yeah picked up a guitar at 17 because i thought playing guitar would impress more girls um after a girl broke up with me and it was like a weird way to like kind of show her oh yeah we'll watch this so i started singing for a band started playing guitar i actually started singing for a band first and then started playing guitar got into the, all of that playing in bands eventually ended up signed to a major label toured for a while that was tons of fun um left that industry for a number of reasons and um now i do a lot of uh creative production work and um gosh you're i, I love where you went with your story with your dreadlocks because my my long hair story is not that good i just got real lazy after i got married and just did not want to cut my hair and it just ended up getting really long and that was awesome. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to look cool, but it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> but so me and Evan had like the same haircut for a period of time from some of the archive photos I've seen of him though, too. So some sweet swoopy bangs and all that. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. I'm almost there again now, but I'm starting to hate it. I want to get it. I'm going to cut it in two days. Okay. All right. Chopping it off. Sweet. But um, yeah, so I mean, Evan and I kind of come from a a similar music history and scene. Like I actually, I I really love hardcore music. I really love a lot of the the metal music that kind of came out around that. Like even even metal music prior to that influence. um, I I really love, I I listen to a lot of stuff now. So I'm, I'm really musically driven. I love photography. I do a lot of video production. I am all over the place. I have a, another podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I can't, I, I don't know if it's just a big giant expression of my ADD or if I'm just doing some really deep soul searching and I'm just trying to find the right fix so I can sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so um, yeah, that, so that's, that's a little bit about me. Um, so anyhow, you know, I want to, I want to kind of kick, uh, kick this podcast into a slightly different direction as we kind of uh, get a chance to wrap up here. But, um, you know, we're, we're looking forward to a lot of fun stuff with this. If you guys are listening to this and you're a coffee roaster, uh, listen, we want to try your coffee. So, right. you know, direct message us on Instagram. We will take good photos of it. We will talk about it. Um, we're just enthusiastic about, you know, getting to know what's out there and what's going on and talking about the great community. We're looking forward to visiting your shop wherever you're at. You know, um, we're always taking photos of our visits in different places and, and talking about the environment, the atmosphere, the experience. Um, all of that is super fun. Um, but I wanted to... Um, 
I wanted to take a little bit of time on this first episode because it's important to me and important to what I think um, what we want to do with this. Um, Nathan has um, a, a particular kind of story that's really interesting to me because um, as he said at the beginning of the show, him and I, so, so in real fast, let me kind of explain. So I, I met Evan working at Apple. I met Nathan working at Apple almost eight years ago. Yeah. Like almost like Nathan and I have known each other almost for eight years, but, um, 2007, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's about right. So then, um, but that being said, we, we eventually, we, we were roommates. He played guitar at my wedding. Um, and, but in the more recent years, you've had a pretty fantastic change in regards to your health. And I've been really inspired by that. And I've wanted to know more about it. And I thought this was a great time to talk about this because I, I think it's going to affect me and my own journey and what I'm looking forward to. I want to make some health changes. And I, I'm just very curious um, as my good friend is what inspired. I, I literally, guys, I don't know this whole story. I haven't really, I just, I've, Nathan's done a lot since then. And I've, I've been a lot there, but I haven't really, I don't know what took place that caused you into the change that you did. So, um, you know, I'd love to, if you can tell us a little bit about about that and if I'm referencing everything correctly, if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. So uh, when was it? Probably a couple years. I'd say probably 2012 now is when a huge shift, a big change in my life happened as far as just health and uh, I guess you could say fitness. Uh, I remember growing up and literally holding myself back from doing certain things because of insecurities, whether, you know, I thought I was too white, <laughs> you know, honestly, or, you know, just certain things where I was like, you know what, I just don't even want to do this because I don't want to take my shirt off or I don't want to, uh, you know, do certain things because of my own insecurities. And I remember even having a conversation with Andy about music because we'd always talk about music and uh, I'd always have, you know, these, these, passions to write music and and to do more with that and and there was I remember this moment when we were in the car and we were talking about one of our great ideas you know it just I was like man I just need to finish something and I remember even you know going back to my R&B roots I remember watching Brian McKnight say hey I write songs every single day multiple songs even if they're horrible and nobody ever hears them I just write them and so I remember telling Andy, I don't even know if he remembers this, but I was like, I just need to finish something. You know, I'm, I'm takes me a while to start things because I'm like, Andy, I'm into everything. I did video. I did all these things, but I'm ADD and I'll start things and then I won't finish them. And so I remember saying, I just, I got to finish something. And, and it had nothing to do with fitness or health at the time, but it was just in my mind, I have to finish something. I just felt this, uh, you know, this inside of me i'm like ah, i just feel like you know there's more that i'm that i'm not doing and so so anyway so i remember at at apple where i was at at the time they would always have these little fitness challenges and so yeah which they still do um and s friends of mine would, were like yeah you gotta join our team they'd have little teams where you get together and kind of compete against uh other stores at the time and so whether that was you know logging your food or uh, getting out and running a little bit or exercising in, in different ways. And and so I remember some friends challenged me to go around this, uh, this place near where we live. It's called Back Bay, and it's about 10 miles all the way around. And uh, I remember they were 
they were telling me, hey, you know, let's let's make sure that our team's legit. You know, come with us. Let's go run three miles. And I'm like, yeah, right. Are you kidding me? So I grew up with asthma, and uh, I've always had, you know, issues with breathing and and all that. So I was like, this is going to be interesting. But I just went out anyways with them, and uh, they invited me to run around. We start going around, and three miles comes, and and I'm like, no, nah, let's not stop. Let's keep going. And so we ended up going all the way around Back Bay, which was 10 miles, which I wouldn't recommend (laughs) 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 because the next day I was super, super sore. It was not fun at all. But I just remember it just kind of sparked something in me of like, man, I feel challenged in a way that I've never been challenged before in any other thing that I've done. And, And so... What I loved about it is is this community that started forming. So I'd go to work and be like, "Hey, you know, how much have you run?" You know, how, and so we'd start logging our mileage on the Nike app and kind of see what we were doing. And it, it be kind of it became this challenge, but it was also just this this fun way to encourage each other. And so so I started meeting with other people actually, and and kind of doing a walk run walk run. You know, like just really slow because I remember the first time I'd, I went outside where I was living I was living in Huntington Beach at the time and there was a two mile loop and I would literally jog to like a quarter of the way around and just stop and start wheezing and I didn't even think I could make it I'm like this is horrible nobody's chasing me I hate running this is dumb you know so I just kept it up though because I was on a team you know so I wanted to to keep that going and and so I, uh, over time, the uh, the couple that that introduced me in, into this whole process were like, "Hey, we signed up for a half marathon, and we accidentally scheduled uh, a trip at the exact same time. Do you want to run it for us?" And I'm like, <laughs> "No, I don't. That sounds dumb." <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, "This does not sound fun at all." And so the girl at at, the, at, at Apple at the time was like, "You know what? Let's do it together." I'm like, "Sweet." cool let's do it and so so we started training for it and again I was just I didn't know anything I was just walking a little bit and then jogging a little bit and then walking a little bit and so we ended up doing the OC half marathon and and I remember I was like okay this is interesting you know this is actually something that I started and I remember seeing the finish line and being like this is an amazing amazing feeling in fact I remember even getting a a vision of literally a finish line before I even did that race of like, you just need to finish something. And so I was like, okay, you know, this is something that I'm really enjoying. And so I ended up over time working with some other people at, at Apple and, and they were like, Hey, let's go do this other race. You know, it kind of snowballed into this whole like kind of runner's high, I guess you could say, you know, to where I was like, this is amazing. I'm actually enjoying this. And so, because I saw the progress, I remember a friend of mine invited me to do the half, um, the Pasadena half marathon. And, uh, I thought I was going to be horrible, but I ended up finishing about the same time as this other guy that, that I was running with. And, and I was like, man, I wonder what else I can do. And so it just kind of sparked this, this excitement of I'm really being challenged, which I think for, for anybody, if you're listening, no matter what you're doing, uh, finding, people that you can surround yourself with that are better than you at what you're interested in can really help because I was surrounding myself with people that were already running that were into it right 
and I knew nothing about it, but I was like, I want to get better. You know, mm-hmm. I want to, you know, I want to get better at this because I, I talked to a lot of people too. And, you know, they're really like, I don't like running, you yeah. know, running's horrible. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Like, I, I, I can't, I, it's funny. I, that, I was like the only version of quote unquote exercise. Like for one, I don't go to the gym. I literally, I've walked in the gym twice in my entire life. Sure. And other other than that, like, I didn't do it all through high school or anything like that because, like, I was in band, and band covered you for PE. Yep. I mean, the only exercise I got was, like, playing <laughs> hockey, yeah, right? Like, skateboarding <laughs> and playing hockey yeah. through high school was, like, roller hockey at that, you know, was, like, my way of getting exercise. And, like, I'm not, like, I mean, I'm, I, am, I am considered a thin guy, but for my height and my size, I'm technically, like, 10, 12 pounds, like, overweight. So, it's, like, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't. You know, I don't, and I don't feel great all the time, but it's, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so from there, it just kind of kept going and I just wanted to challenge myself to, to do bigger things. And so I remember one night I was laying around just looking at different races because again, like coffee and like music, I just get into things. So I'm looking at, you know, what are all these races I could do? And I ended up just literally just going online and signing up for the Santa Barbara full marathon. <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck did I just do? <laughs> like, I don't even know if I can finish this. Wait, so what was the time frame between like you wheezing on the two mile loop in Huntington Beach <laughs> and signing up for a marathon? Like what? It was probably, I would say a good six months. Jeez. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it was going into 2013, I believe. Okay. And so I was... I just kept going at it. I remember running to the beach finally, you uh-huh. know, which was three miles. Okay. And, but then I would just, I just knew that I really, I, just like we're doing now, what I loved about it is I really got into it. So I started listening to podcasts and that, yeah. I think that's what's so amazing about podcasts is you can learn so much information without having to have, you know, necessarily a degree or, you know, right. have all this information. But I remember listening to this guy that had a running podcast and I just started soaking it all in learning as much as I could. And, and really that ended up kind of morphing into this whole, like, man, I want to feel better as well. Because like you said, most people, when they first start running, they're like, this sucks. Like I do not enjoy it. I don't like it. And I've found that most people go out too quick they go too fast. All we care about is, going, you know, Hey, what was your pace or what what, were were you running? You know? And so ingrained in us as kids, you know, we just want to race each other. We want to be the first. So, so I think a lot of us, you know, we just see these guys that run and we're like, I'm going to go do it, you know, and you just book it and then you have a side ache and you feel horrible, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. most people's experience. I remember in high school when you had to do the mile, I hated it. I would literally leave my gym clothes at home on purpose because I was like, this is dumb. I don't want to run. And so for me, it was just this time of, I really just enjoyed getting out in nature actually for the first time. I was like, I remember one of my roommates was encouraging me at the time. Just, yeah, dude, like this is rad. They were surfing all the time. And yeah. I grew up in surf culture too for a couple of years, but I was like, man, this is something for me at least that I'm actually enjoying. And so I really started soaking up just knowledge as much as I could, as far as nutrition, uh, feeling better doing that. And I remember just over time, I've definitely learned a lot and really changed a lot of my habits as far as, as that goes. I mean, I grew up just eating a bunch of junk, mm. he, eating, you know, just anything that was in front of me, uh, eat fast food almost every single day. And, uh, yeah, I've, I've really, really changed since then. I've done, you know, since 2013, obviously I got really into it from t- 2013 to 2014. I did LA marathon 
and I did uh, probably 11 or 12 half marathons yeah. <laughs> within the span of like a year and a half. And just, I found that that's something that I can enjoy. You know, what I, I love to encourage people with too is you don't all have to run. <laughs> you yeah. know, find something that you do enjoy, whether that's riding a bike, whether that's skateboarding, stand-up paddleboarding is something I've been enjoying doing or going out and hiking. Yeah. Uh, but there's so many different activities, different things you can do to get out. Uh, you know, to, to feel so much better, you know, right. and just kind of create that energy. And mm-hmm. so I've, for me, it's just been this, this big journey that I've been enjoying for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's been, so like I said, when you started this, like that's been like a really interesting inspiration because like, I mean, by no means would I say you were fat or overweight or anything like that, but more so what I noticed was over the years is, is you started running. I mean, yeah, you thinned up, but it was like, you had a whole other sense of energy to you. Like there, you, you have this more upbeat nature to you. I mean, you've always, we've always had great conversations. You've always been interesting, but there was just like clearly just that pursuit kind of just energized you in ways I hadn't ever seen you as my friend in that kind of way. So, um, that's been really exciting to kind of sit by and, and see that, you know, and I I feel like in a way you were so far ahead, there's a time where I'm like, I don't even know what's going on with Nathan. All I see is like him posting photos of like (laughs) marathons and running all the time. And I'm just like, dude, like what, who is this guy? Like, I feel like I kind of don't know my friend right now. And, um, so it's been kind of, and that was like when I got married early on. So it's like, I think I just entered such a different season of life, but I kind of just, you know kind of kept tabs in the meantime and kind of watched all that go by um i have some thoughts about myself but i i want to kind of throw it back to you evan um i don't know man like what's you know where are you at kind of in that journey of being like you know you're a young dad you know you're you're a guy in your 20s um i don't know like what 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 kind of runs through your mind thinking about like just your health and you know where you where you want to be in a few years um i mean being a young dad, <laughs> I mean, there's not really time to really do any soul searching in my opinion, but, uh, it does, it, it, it has definitely, uh, kind of made me, I guess, think about like health and just, just, I don't know. It's weird. Like I, I, I used to be pretty fit in high school. Like I, I wrestled and stuff and, you know, I was a buck 50 in high school and, I actually ran track and stuff too, so I like I liked I liked running in high school. I hate it now, hate it, but uh, <laughs> but I think it's just because I'm heavier now, and that's just it just sucks to run when you're heavy. But uh, um, it definitely has made me like think about health. Like like I don't want to you know be an unhealthy turd my whole life. Like while my daughter is like out running me and stuff, and I'm just but uh, it's also I mean like it's just being a dad now kind of just makes me I have like a different outlook on life you know I mean uh, just as far as money and and future goals and you know taking jobs seriously and things like that and like it's it's weird I don't know it's still kind of new to me but um definitely cool it's a it's a cool weird but um it's yeah this last this last year has been definitely a whirlwind just as far as life goes so but in a good way you know um uh, just kind of like looking forward to what is going to change and be different and stuff. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now. I mean, I definitely have learned to kind of like live life in the moment a little bit more, um, rather than like worry about future stuff or, you know, like, like 
like uh, like oh I gotta save a thousand bucks to do this. It's like no, nah, I'd rather just spend a thousand bucks on my daughter and have fun. <laughs> Not saying that I spent I, I have nowhere near a thousand dollars, but you know what I mean. Um, so yeah, I mean that's kind of where I'm at right now. But um, yeah, I'm not I'm not very exciting right now, as, as it turns out. So sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I know it, it's crazy. Like when when I when I first had when we our first my first uh, child daughter is adopted and um, yeah I I don't you know I wasn't I, to be honest like I don't I wasn't really prepared I think for you know the whirlwind that you reference you know like I. I, a lot of things kind of took me by surprise I, I, even getting married to be perfectly honest. Like I just, I think I went into this season of life a little bit unknown to some things and, and feeling a little bit like, Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to do here. And like, I kind of created a lot of stress in our family and um, it's, it's kind of nuts, you know? And I, I look back, I, you know, when I think about, you know, all things around the, the whole concept of just like men's health or, what it is a you're right like you become a dad and and other priorities change and soul searching and that concept kind of goes out the window but it's equally as important because the understanding yourself helps you define how you're going to raise your kids you know so it's kind of there's this interesting balance of you pursuing what is a good direction for just good male mental health to be a good parent to be a good dad you know to be whatever you perceive the role of men is in your family or in community. But when I kind of look at myself, I'm like, man, like I've struggled with like different mental health issues over, over the years with depression, with anxiety. Um, and then in this season, it's like, okay, I I've gained about 15 pounds since I got married. You know, I look back at photos of that. I'm like, dang, like where, look at that guy, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I, you know, throw out the mirror now. I was like crud, you know? And so, um, you know, so more specifically, you know, I, as we've mentioned, like this is a podcast talking about life around the concept of coffee. So, you know, we, you know, we talked about coffee in the beginning, but this is what you get, you know, like we're, we're three guys that are friends and like, you know, we want to see each other thrive in different ways. And so this is what this is about. So, you know, here, here's my question, you know, as, as we kind of get, you know, kind of get a chance to wrap this thing up because we're, we're going, we're going for it. And it's, you know, this is a good, rich and deep podcast. Thank you guys for doing this. This is super fun. Uh, yeah. I think, I think what the, the coolest thing about this is like, like you're saying, like, yeah, we only touch on coffee, maybe a fraction of this podcast, but it's essentially what you talk about. Like when you're hanging out with your friends, drinking coffee, you know what I mean? So it's like, we're, it's kind of like the, the meta version of that, you know, like we're kind of doing that drinking coffee, talking about coffee, but then conversation sprouts, like what would happen if you were sitting in a coffee shop anyways, you know? Right. Yep. That's it. I mean, cause like I could think of so many conversations, many between Nathan and I, and even with Evan and I and other friends where I'm like, man, I wish we could have just hit record right now. Like, dude, that was such a cool idea or such a cool conversation. I wish we could have got that somewhere. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, like that, that's just it. Um, so, so here's the thing. So, um, we're going to wrap this thing up, but what, what I want to, what I want to do is, you know, I'm excited about some personal changes that I want to make into the future here. I've thought a lot about this over the past few months. I didn't really know how I want to pursue this. And then we started this, this coffee thing and I'm excited about it because I actually, it's actually giving me time. It's giving me a way to spend more time with two friends that I I have a lot of uh, value for. So here's what I want to ask Nathan. So, okay. 
So I want to start making some changes to pursue some better health decisions, get into some better fitness. I've had some other conversations with some other people I want to bring on to this podcast later. But, um, you know, what what can I do this week, you know, before we do the next episode? That is some simple stuff I should keep in mind or just some what how would you challenge me in some basic way that I can start making some changes? Yeah. So I would say the first thing that I would do is literally set your alarm earlier in the morning, whether okay. uh, whether that is before the kids get up or maybe the kids get up super early. So maybe you might do this at night. For me, it's the morning. Any time that you can have a quiet time that's away from, you know, really noise or, you know, bustling around. So for me, what I would do is set my alarm at, let's say, 6 a.m., and just get up and for five minutes, just write down things that I want to accomplish. What is my why for what I want to do? Hmm. So for, let's say I wanted to lose weight or let's say I wanted to, for me, I'm, I'm training right now to run a marathon. Uh, why do I want to do that? Why is that important to me? Because uh, honestly, and we'll get into this into other episodes. So if you're listening, honestly, running a marathon or just even running in general, that's not going to that's not a great way to lose weight (laughs) if that that were your goal Uh, or food is way more important than actually trying to run a bunch. And I think that's where uh, I could go on a rabbit trail with that. So I'm going to leave that, but I would say for, for anyone just to sit down, write down a couple things that you want to accomplish. And what is your why? Like, why do you want to do that? Because I think what happens is a lot of times we'll come up with these quick goals and they're temporary and from that, we'll, we'll attack it, but then everything just comes back and sometimes even more. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll say, hey, I want to run fast. Okay, well, okay. cool, but I could do that without being healthy. Okay, uh, yeah. A lot of athletes, and yeah, I mean, you'll talk to a lot of other people as well, is they'll do things in a way. I mean, I've had even people tell me like, oh, you know marathons aren't good for you, right? You know, well, there's a lot of different ways to approach it. And so if you're approaching it holistically or you're approaching it in a way to where it is a healthy way of of going about it for you that that's going to work well and and we can go into that more in a different podcast but uh yeah i would just start okay there so set, set my time earlier find a quiet time and then i'm writing down my why your why well, so what do you okay. want to accomplish okay first of all so yep. let's say it's a health thing well, okay what is that okay i want to why yeah. do you want to do that and okay I think that's important and there's a lot of other things that we could talk about from there but i think for this week we can start with that just what do you want to do and why do you want to do it okay that's good all right okay so we're going to see how that goes evan are you going to give that a try i'm going to i'm going to try that are you, are you down or yeah, i'll give it a shot okay okay yeah. Cool. All right. Well, yeah, that's, um, I, I like the sound of that. Now, that'll be interesting coming from the guy who does not have children. Uh, so <laughs> well, that's why I'm saying so. So I was up at 445 <laughs> this morning. So Love I'm thinking it. about setting my alarm so set early alarm at three. At three. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. So you guys can just put me in check and tell me where I'm crazy. Oh, that's but, so good. No, that's, yeah. no, that's fine. No, I honestly, it it could even I be wasn't, nighttime, you and know, to be totally honest, <laughs> I, I wasn't, I wasn't up at 445 from the kids. Um, it was some other stuff, but I didn't go back to sleep and I actually woke up, took a shower and I, I loved the quiet of the morning. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this is actually great. I need to get up at this early. I'm up before the kids. This is actually valuable. I'm enjoying this. So, um, 
any any last words uh, from you guys before uh, I wrap this thing up, Evan? Any thoughts? Uh, anything going into the uh, future here of Rhythm and Beans, our first podcast? This is so much fun. This is good. Yeah, uh, I mean, no, I mean, obviously, this is first episode, so I mean, it's gonna be rough and rocky start. So don't judge us fully yet. There's, it's gonna get better. I'm sure. Yeah, that's right. I, I'm, I'm not going to be the guy trying to clock down a 30 minute podcast like this is there's a little bit more meat and potatoes of these things. So, you know, if you're thinking it's long right now, you know, get used to it. But this is this is this is the real. This is the real. You, you all you've all been there in your coffee shop. Yeah, let's get together for 30, you know, for a half hour and three hours later. That's right. <laughs> now, we're not going to go for three hours. Good grief. <laughs> Okay, cool. So, all right. So, um, yeah, anyways, you guys, thanks for lasting uh, this long with us. This is our first episode with Rhythm and Beans. We're, we're really excited to explore really uh, what, what we can do with all this. Again, we love coffee. We love community. We love the culture around coffee. Um, you know, we're excited to, to share our lives with you guys. We're looking forward to hearing uh, from your guys, your stories, um, and in really importantly, tasting your coffee. So, again, if you are a roaster that is out there, you've heard this, you follow our Instagram, like we're serious, like, you know, connect with us. Let's figure out a way. We'll, you know, whatever. We'll buy your coffee you know but like let's at least connect and, and get to know you guys and, and let's let's talk some stuff up this could be a lot of fun so again uh follow us on instagram it's uh rhythm and beans and twitter rhythm and beans we'll have a facebook page up soon we'll do some content um you're gonna get a chance to hear nathan sing and and i don't know i'll Ooh. figure out a way so people can see you dance because yeah, we'll you figure that dude, out. yeah oh, i can't i cannot <laughs> wait I, I, I would even say like uh even if you're not a roaster and you have recommendations of coffee that you think we should try and things like that too, also hit us up. And because there's always so many coffee shops, but there's tons of coffee. Out yeah, there. that's right. Yeah. And, and yeah, if you're, if you're at a great spot or you're tasting a great coffee and you're doing it, yeah. Hashtag rhythm and beans, you know, let us see it. And Hey, if you've, and that's if good. you think you're witty and funny and you can tie it into a, a dope nineties R and B song, even better. That's right. <laughs> Even better. So, all right, guys. I'm <laughs> going to go ahead and uh, sign off here. I'm Andy. I'm Nathan. I'm Evan. That's right. And uh, this is Rhythm and Beans Podcast. Thanks for that. Ugh. Like that first episode, rough start. This is the Rhythm and Beans Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Take, take care. Peace out.